Yo. Yo. What is, what is the deal, man? Yo, what's poppin'? It's your man, Dean Edwards. You are back with another episode with me, rocking with me. For the mucking protocol. In full. Big up all things comedy, the network, and, and all of our comedy and sisters. Comedy and sistery? <laughs> comedy brothers and sisters. Uh, with podcast, y'all make sure you check it out, man. Good to be here. Good, good to be, good to be back. Yeah, good, good to be back with, with your boy Weezy App. Uh, say he got lost his mind. I'm gonna play him for the duration of these next three seconds. Then I'm back. Nah, man, uh, good to be back here, rocking out with y'all. You know, uh, been, been. Been many moons. No, it hasn't. Really hasn't. Um, but we're back, man. We, we, we're coming upon the end of uh, For the Mother Funny Tour 2016. But 2017 begins um, early in, the, in uh, January 2017. Any all my people in, in the New York City area that never get a chance to uh, check me out or always complain. Yeah, man, when are you going to be back here? Um, which I understand because his, his, just so y'all know, I don't really promote most local gigs in the city when I'm here, mainly because I'm not, I'm not the star in those shows, you know, um, I do, I do hundreds of shows in the city, um, when I'm home, you know, just to give you an example, um, well, first, let me plug those dates. Uh, I'm at Gotham Comedy Club, January 13th and 14th. That would be um, MLK Weekend for those that are in that are in the know. January 13th, 14th, Gotham Comedy Club. You'll hear me promote it again. I will probably be on uh, a bunch of uh, media joints. got to go by my man Sway. Uh, yo, yo, this is Sway in the morning. Um, maybe maybe I'll swing by the Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. This is DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. Peace, peace, peace. Yo, Dean Edwards coming up here. Abs- absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Shout out the brilliant idiots, uh, uh, Schultz and Charlamagne. Yeah, I wonder if they they should get shirts that say Schultz and Charlamagne or Charlamagne and Schultz. That's what they should do. Um. So yeah, uh, the so when it comes to promoting local gigs, generally if I'm in the city, if I know I'm gonna be home, I'm probably doing averaging. Now the average has dropped drastically, uh, as I've probably mentioned before in in this very podcast. That on average on a weekend, I'll probably do five spots on a Friday, five on a Saturday, maybe two or three on a Thursday. So that right there is, is is thirteen. Now that's 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 a scaled back version, just because. Well, we're not as young as we used to be. Oh, <laughs> I I used to oh, no, I used to be on some here. I want to hit as many spots as possible, and so on any given weekend, I would uh, you know. And this is also during an era when comedy clubs would do the the three shows a night or average three shows a night on the weekends. 
Um, and so I would bounce. I would bounce from like Laugh Factory. So let's say you had the Laugh Factory in Times Square, which had like four or five actual stages and might have at least three of them running in a night. I might do three shows um, at each of those and then maybe also book like Stand Up New York in between those spots. And so on on a weekend, say I do like, I, I think the most I did in a night was probably like eight or nine. And, and I tried doing like probably in a weekend, probably doing like 15 spots, which which was dope and the money was cool. But it, it it got exhausted, man. I was tripping. I was he was <laughs> what do people say, you doing too much. <laughs> you doing too much, kid. Way too much. So um and so the reason I didn't promote those, well I probably still don't, just because of uh that era was because I um I was bouncing around so much that it didn't make sense to tell people, you know, people like, yo, when I, when can I see you perform? I'd rather just tell people when I'm headlining because you get the full, you get the full meal. You get the full meal and not just this appetizer of a workout set, you know. Um, plus, you know, people want to hang out and kick it after your show. And you can't do that if you have, if you're doing seven to, to nine spots in, in one night. I think Steve Byrne has a record. He did 13 in one night. He, he shot a... Shot a documentary. I should watch that one day. Maybe I will. I'll put that mental motor. Watch Steve Burns uh, 13. Because I remember I got in a, not an argument, but a disagreement with, well, Ray, Ray Romano, uh, he, uh, you know, he said, no, nah, no, nah, you can't, you can't do that many. And I was like, yeah, yeah, Ray, we can, we, we do, you know, it's a different era. And Max, <laughs> Max was like, just let him win, Dean. <laughs> But I didn't want to. You ain't you ain't a Wookiee that's gonna pull my arms off if you lose this game of space chess. Um, shout out to all the Star Wars nerds. Rogue One is coming this week. I, I hear I hear good things about Rogue One. Um, yeah, so you boy, I I caught that too. Uh, uh, people 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 that like connected. You always like to drop drop that you uh that you got a little extra access. It was funny because I was watching the uh, the Talking Dead last night. They had the um, they they had the mid season finale. Y'all know how I feel about those with this whole here. Let's uh, let's tease people and have two two finales a year: the mid season and the season finale. So now we have this doggone cliffhanger for uh, two two and a half months, which stinks. But that's how they do now. It's the world we live in. And so uh, I, I think, actually, I think The Walking Dead was one of the um, first shows to really exploit that. And now most most TV shows on major networks follow suit. They do this mid-season finale because it also gives people a chance to um, put a hold, build build up excitement, uh run the digital um repeats and let people catch up in the off season like for instance i ain't seen empire in in two months and and i'm reluctantly returning to it only because well you know what it is part of it is you know what all right and then black people on tv i want to support that 
But y'all gotta stop. It's, it's begin. I hate when it starts feeling redundant, man. You know what I mean? And and started feeling redundant. That uh, scandal, because it's a scandal every time. Like every time uh, Olivia Pope uh, gets into some drama, I'm like, wait, you still sleeping with the president? It's you. <laughs> you know, same thing with 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 uh, Lucius Lyman, played by the. Brilliant actor, Terrence Howard. Why does Terrence Howard always sound so nervous? But he's always, his children are always vying for his attention, vying for his love and for for power. That's a different show. Power is a different show. It's, it's on stars. A lot of people feel, here's what's funny, a lot of people are, are team power versus team empire and vice versa. Cause I, which I can see, cause you know, Empire does have a uh, that that fame break into song quality, <laughs> where we're just having a conversation, and next thing you know, uh, Young Keem starts rhyming. You're like, wait, what? Oh, oh, Jesse, what's his name? Jesse Smollett. He just breaks in the song. <laughs> He's always bleeding. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. So, back to um, my dates. Uh, you know, Gotham, January 13th, 14th. Y'all make sure you come out and uh, check, you, check, check your boy out, baby. It's going to be incredible. Going to make sure we, uh, we got to get uh, Joseph Vesey back in here soon. Oh, you know, it'll big up uh, all of the... Uh, the, the greater Dallas uh, tri-state or metropolitan area. Well, it's not no tri-state. It's tri-city, really, because uh, we just finished a run of uh, three weeks flying in and out of Dallas-Fort Worth Airport DFW and had some great shows, man. We started with, uh, where did we start? We started in Plano. We did Plano. Uh and we had a week off for Thanksgiving. And then the following week, we did um, uh, Fort Worth. Uh, and then this weekend, we were in Dallas. Um, all clubs, we were doing the Hyenas Comedy Club. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's just a funny name to me. Hyenas! So, yeah, man, we had a, had a lot of fun. Some cold, man. Yo. It's cold out there in Dallas this past weekend. It's good. I was in Fort Worth the weekend before because it was it was a wee bit a wee bit nippy to say the least. And um But I I didn't expect you know, when I was in Fort Worth, I wound up I rented a car, which was unnecessary. Um, but I didn't I, I wanted to have the option because when I was in when I was in Plano, uh, I didn't and just felt like like stuck. Like I didn't have, I had to wait for a uh, shout out to uh, B Barry Whitewater, comedian Barry Whitewater, because he he was my legs, he was my my my, uh, my ride. Anytime, look, pause. <laughs> he he uh, was helping me, you know, go and get dinner after after the shows. People don't realize, you know, you, you do an hour plus on stage, you work up work up that appetite, man. You get a little get a little hungry. I was a brother like me. I was hungry after um, after my shows, 
in uh in Plano. One one brother actually said to me, Why are you here? <laughs> dude Dude actually uh he looked at me after the show. He's like, Hey man, because he came out because they what they do with the clubs, they have free shows on Thursday, right? They offer freebies on Thursday. And I knew this particular night we we're gonna take a hit because uh the Cowboys were playing. Uh big up the Giants because uh they they the Cowboys have only lost twice this season, and both were to the New York Giants. Now, y'all know I ain't really a big football fan. I don't watch football unless I'm over my mother-in-law's house and it's on or it's Thanksgiving or something, and uh, everybody else is watching. But you know what? It's always always nice to have some, some hometown, home city pride. And so uh, I did watch that game. <laughs> I watched that game, and... And felt, you know what? Here's here's what fed into it a little boy. I'm gonna be honest. I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna come I'm gonna come clean. Let's come clean, J. Ru the Damaja, the Damaja. I wonder what's going on with J. Ru. Is J. Ru still touring? Is he touring? Anyone? Someone, let me know. Um. So we're on the plane. I'm on the plane. Flying back yesterday from Dallas, and uh, and the the flight attendant says, and we are we are retired. She had an interesting accent. I think she said she's from Detroit, but she lives in Memphis, but her favorite city is New York City, right? So she says, uh, you know, um, she she says, and we are returning to the the uh, best city in the world, New York City. Right, so then this dude across the aisle from me, uh, he says, he says to his uh, wife, he means means number two. He means that number two season, number two city. And his wife's like, no, New York. What's better than New York? Dallas. And he was like, damn right, Dallas is number one. And I and, and I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to lean forward to say, now, sir, honestly, <laughs> really, are we really going to? <laughs> Don't get me wrong, Dallas is a dope city, but it's is is not New York. Like like there are people in Japan right now that are planning trips. <laughs> there are people that live in Dubai, which is which is a a, a wonderful uh vacation spot or a place that people go that are saying, you know what, we have to go to New York City. They're not saying we gotta go to Dallas. <laughs> Um, and that's not to take away from Dallas, but when he said that, that kind of bugged me a little bit. And then I realized there were a lot of people. I didn't know so many people actually flew into uh, a city to support their team. There were a lot of Cowboys fans with their uh, Cowboy colors and Cowboy gear on that were flying to New York to go to uh, go to the game last night, which I thought was incredible. That's that's commitment, cause, cause I ain't going. You know, I, I might listen to you on the radio as old school. Watch your TV. You know, love the Lakers, dig the Knicks, but I ain't found you uh, cross country to, to and then to watch you lose. That's that's gotta suck. Damn, that's gotta suck. Cause you fl- cause you fly, you travel, you destination uh, uh, a game. Because you you expect your team to win and and you want to have that story, you go back to work. Yeah, yeah, baby, we won and I was there. Don't nobody, you know, many people hate you back at your office wherever you walk work. And they're like, yeah. So you uh, heard you uh, heard you went to New York for the game to support your Dallas, your Cowboys, and 
You probably sit there like, Man, I don't feel like talking about that. I don't know. No, yo, don't don't bring. I don't want to talk about that game. You know. Um. So yeah. So that's where my my uh, support. I'm not Johnny Johnny come lately. I always you know support the New York teams. You know I don't watch baseball, but I wear a Yankee fitted. If for no other reason, it matches my sneakers. You know, if I'm wearing if I'm wearing white on white the Blanco Blanco Air Force Ones, I'm gonna wear a white on white uh, Yankee fitted. People are like, oh, you're a Yankee? I said, I'm a New Yorker. We got the dopest logo uh, any any cities ever had. Even the Mets, even the Mets logo is 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 dope. By comparison, that's right. I'm having some some city pride right now. Part part my pride. Part my pride, son. That's how I, that's how I gets down, you know, Charlie Murphy status, how I get down, you feel me, fit, you feel, you feel me, <laughs> I dare you to challenge Prince to game of basketball, challenge him, alright, <laughs> and make sure your peoples is there to, to, to witness it, you feel me, so I was watching The Walking Dead, right, thought I forgot about that, I was watching The Walking Dead, and, and uh, or The Talking Dead, Mid-season finale, they're discussing it, and, and Hardwick uh, just drops drops this bomb. Yeah, so I um I went to the uh, Rogue One premiere last night. Oh, it's so good. And and I was sitting at home like, word, Chris, word, you just did that. You tried to act like, just just tried to drop that as if we didn't didn't hear it, you know. And then uh, then he was like, yeah, I was talking to Peter Mayhew. Um, any real Star Wars head knows. <laughs> Chewie, that's Chewbacca. That's the man. Could you imagine being an actor? You've you've studied, uh, you studied at the uh, what's that? Is it called the the Royal Acting Theater? Some somewhere in in England. You you study for years. You become this brilliant thespian, and then all everybody knows you for is. <laughs> Because <laughs> he's a big dude, you know, and I guess especially back then, even now, I, there aren't a lot of roles for for someone of his size, someone of his stature to uh, to play. So, I, you know, I get it. I get it. But, damn, I know he's like, can I have a speaking role, perhaps? Um, anyone? Just I, I can play a Bond supervillain. Um, but we always already had Jaws. I I understand that. Um, um. So I suppose I'll 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 uh, I'll just go to Comic Con. Cheers, cheers. <laughs> um, I'm excited about Rogue One. I ain't even going front. Brother-in-law last night he was saying he he saw the commercial. He wasn't feeling it initially. I'm like, man, it's Star Wars. What's wrong with like people that I don't get when people who who didn't like Force Awakens. Force Awakens was dope. Yeah, it was Mad Libs. Nah, it was Mad Libs of the original Star Wars. They were like, another Death, Death Star again? Haven't we been here before? Yes! That's why it's Star Wars. Because whoever's in, whoever the, the uh, evil power is in, in outer space, they like to blow up entire planets. It's what they do. All right? It's, it's not their fault. It's just, it's innate. It's what they do. Now witness the fully, now witness the power of this fully armed and operational battle station. 
there's always someone that likes to speak in a gravity tone in in the Star Wars movies, the Star Wars universe. Why? Because that's how they speak to deliver their point across. You gotta figure whoever's like sitting there talking to the Emperor or or uh what's the new the new bad guy's name? Uh Snoke. You, you gotta figure that's gotta suck to stand right in front of them mugs lisp. Suffering suckata suffering suckatash. Uh, Emperor, you have you have some drool hanging down your face. No, oh, so do you think? Oh, yes, I am sorry, but this is fully operational, and now you will feel the full brunt of the dark side of the force. That hurts me to to talk in that tone. I'm drooling. Um. Um, yeah, so I'm excited because Rogue One, Ro so peep, so Rogue One, and and I I, I see my bro-in-law's initial uh, disappointment. He was saying it's not it, it's not really following the rest of the Star Wars story, but it is. It is. It's not. This is the first. Uh, well, we don't even know that yet. I was gonna say this is the first Star Wars film without at least uh, R two D two and and C three P and and C three P O. Human cyborg relations, right? All two. Um. Yeah. So, uh, but we don't know that they might. They might make an appearance. We already see. We already see Vader. Vader makes an appearance, at least in the commercial. So maybe we'll have some uh, some more surprises. Hardwick co-signed it. He said it was good. You know, he's he's king nerd. So. Why wouldn't we agree? I believe he's steering us down the right direction. That Chris Hardwick is. Uh, before I forget, right? Because I told y'all about how much I'm feeling this this Tribe Called Quest album. What I didn't tell y'all is I still, I've only listened to the full album. Maybe three times. I ain't gonna front. Maybe three times I've listened to this, this entire album because I keep getting stuck on uh on on records so i played uh this generation I, I looped that joint for a couple of weeks man that that was my my constant rotation that was my my push-up song you know i'm up to 400 every other day uh, not not gonna do this uh this this uh push-up challenge because i'm not i'm not big on these challenges i'm like man just 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 do something and and if 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 you do it with a uh, with a spiritual base, if you do things from a spiritual base, which means you're giving, you're giving, you're giving in the spirit of giving, then you don't have to broadcast it. We live in this broadcast ever where you feel, where people feel like you have to document and broadcast when you do something good. I support support the Marines and uh, I support the, the military, uh, uh, military brothers and sisters. Um, that out there, you know, defending our our honors and, and our rights and our freedoms. And I don't have to record myself at 22 days doing 22 push-ups um, across those 22 days or 22 days of 22 push-ups each day. 
Um, that's not the takeaway. If that's what you want to do, you do it. Do you. But um, for me, I'm, I'm good. I'm good, son. I recorded last, I think, was it last week or the week before? Did it because because uh, your boy, uh, my boy, uh, Royale. Happy birthday, Royale Watkins. Um, Royale, this dude tagged and challenged me. So, you know, he's Marine. I'm Army. Both veterans, you know. Uh, ooh, versus hood. <laughs> And so I was like, all right, well, you know, I'm going to do it this one. I'm going to do it this one time. I had already, uh, I think I had already done 150. So I was like, here, I'm going to do, I'm going to do 22 more. I did like 30. You know, here, you take them 30, you put that in your pocket, Royale. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, um, I, I support it, but I'm not going to be doing it every week. So anyway, um, discovered stumbled onto a new new track and that's the that's why you gotta like just i don't like listen to a an album or a cd or a record in the programmed order i like listening in, on shuffle i'm a shuffle cat i like shuffling and so uh i stumbled onto this was dope it's a tribe called quest album but there's one record that that uh, none of the original four Tribe Called Quest members on. It's a record with uh with your boy uh Consequence and and Bus Bus, man, y'all. The song is <laughs> song is heat. It's like you hear me? This song is this song is dope. It's it's uh it's called uh, Mobius, right? And, and when I say Okay, so what's dope about the the, the record is that is the two beats, right? And the first beat, the first beat is 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 you know it's it's sort of smooth, melodic. Uh, it's not not too complex. Um, but then this 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 heat comes in eventually, man. This 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 heat comes in and and then Buster comes in, dude. Yo, when I tell you Buster comes in and 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 lights fire on these lyrics, like this this is the uh this is the dragon, right? The dragon comes in, dude, and and yo Buster brings heat. I got I got I got play just I got play just a little bit, right? Right? On the same page. You better look both ways. It's going down. Yeah, man, yo. Son, son. <laughs> oh, he, he kills his verse. Because it's, cause it's aggressive, too. That's what I like. It's like, like you can feel the angst. Here, here comes my part. A good thing. A new anger like a larger Bruce Panner. That's my joy. A new anger like larger Bruce Banner. What? <laughs> oh, this dude. Buster doesn't get the credit he deserves lyrically, man. Just as a, as an MC, that dude is is nice. Y'all done heard me say it before. Big up, big up, boss or boss, boss or boss. I get a TV show. I want I want Buster to do the the theme song. You hear me? That's right. I, that's right. I said it. I said it because I meant. It. Must have he, he and and you know his buddy Consequence does his thing on the beat and and does it because he's on he's on he rides both beats, you know Bust only only uh, spits over the over the the heat beat you know the that fire beat you know uh, 
Bad news niggas as I go empirical, radical, national, animal, ruler like us all. Yes, <laughs> I love that. I, I'm sorry. Um, so I'm still, all that to say, I'm still ingesting the new tribe, uh, the new tribe called Quest album, man. You know, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still taking it all in. Pause, pause. It's real incredible that you, you would say such a thing to leave yourself wide open for ridicule. Oh, meant to, meant to add, uh, this, um, for anybody that's listening, look, I'm promoting uh, my shows in Gotham, but you know, I want my final weekend uh, of work this year. My final weekend putting in that work comes this week. I'm in Rochester at the Comedy Club, uh, December 15th through 17th. You know, this is my last, my last weekend of work for the week or for the year. Uh, looking forward to it. It's been, it's been a, been a great year. You know. God bless, you know, uh, I'm fortunate, I know I'm fortunate not only to, to chase this dream and live this dream, but also to be able to uh, share share some laughs and, and light with, with the world at large, you know, we live in some trying and painful and confusing times, so being able to help make the world laugh at itself and not take itself too seriously makes a brother feel good, you know, and I appreciate y'all. Anybody that's ever laughed at me, has ever wrote a support with me, uh, rocked out with me, you know, I appreciate that support. And, and uh, you know, we pray that, uh, you know, 2017, we, we continue to give y'all that heat and bring you bring your more fires in. Um, inshallah, you know, hopefully we do. I'm sure we will. As long as uh, we're fortunate enough to continue living, I will continue giving y'all that heat, son. Giving y'all them flames. Oh, I guess I mentioned Vessi earlier. We gotta, cause he's he's uh the callback. He's wrapping up, um, the run of that uh podcast. So he he's, he announced that he's doing some final episodes, and we uh we are going to record at least one with him on one of his shows. But I definitely want to get Vessi back. He he was in incognito this year, but for good reason. He's been on tour with uh. Some comedians that you probably heard of, uh, this dude, this dude's on the up and coming, uh, tip man. He's, uh, he's, I'm, I'm hearing good things about this kid. Uh, uh, his name is Adam Sandler. Uh, he, he, he's, he has, he's doing this thing called stand-up comedy. Um, Sandler's touring again, and so Bessie's been, uh, touring with him, with him, and, uh, David Spade, Rob Schneider, um, Actually, Jared Sandler, Sandler's nephew. Um, little little known fact, uh, I guess all the Sandlers look and sound alike. <laughs> I, uh, I had the pleasure of beating uh, Jared. Leslie. Well, let me, okay, so let me ask y'all. What do y'all think? You tell me, you tell, you tell me what you think. So I get a call last Thursday, right? I flew into Dallas Wednesday because they have a, they have a pretty good um, open mic um, Wednesday nights at, at, at Hyenas in Dallas. So I always like to fly in um, on Wednesday. Almost missed my flight. Should I tell y'all that story? You want to know that story? Um, first, let me let me preface this story by saying 
yeah so uh the protocol for this week that you all should take to heart is always leave the house with more than enough time to get to the airport and check in anytime anyone's ever been running late to catch a plane at some point in your mind you think to yourself dang i should have just left a little earlier <laughs> it's and so as i preface this story by saying that i should have just left earlier i had a on on uh wednesday i had what did i have to do i had to I had a meeting. I had a meeting with a production company. Um, the meeting went long. Uh, and then after the meeting, oh, I had to go go to the barbershop. I had to go get a new pair of sneakers. I got two. And what I should have done was gone from the meeting back home, grab my luggage, and then just going to the barbershop and called a car service or cab from there. But instead, I was on some, I don't feel like carrying my bags all around the city and lugging these, uh, my merch t-shirts and my, my uh, clothes around in this big old bag. So instead, I'ma just do everything I gotta do, then go straight home, and then I'll go from there to, to JFK. Problem, problem being, uh, like I said, the meeting went long, so instead of the meeting ending at 1, it ended at one thirty, which pushed everything back. So now I go to the barbershop. <clears throat> I'm not done in the barbershop. Jeez, by the time I made it to Brooklyn and uh, finished with the barbershop, I think I finished at, jeez, uh, 3-something. So I didn't get home until about 4 four fifteen, four twenty, and I should have just gotten right back. I should have gotten in the car, called the car, because my stuff was ready. But instead, I was like, "Here, I gotta put. I got two pairs of sneakers, so I put one pair of sneakers in my luggage, uh, laced up the second pair, got got my fresh on, and then I said, you know what? I should go and uh, let one final load off my mind, and you know, here at home." Why should I save this this jackpot for the airport? <laughs> Guy got to go to the bathroom. So I do. And then I said, let me call the, the, the car service, right? The cab company over here. So I, because uh, I didn't want, I didn't want to call them before I went to the bathroom and, and have them like, yo, uh, them show up. And now, because they've, they've, they've been known to do that where I call and I'll tell them, yeah, I need a cab. They're like, we'll be right there. And they literally are there in like 30 seconds. So, all right, maybe literally a minute and a half. Because they, they, their company is close to miles. So, uh, so I, I don't leave. The cab doesn't come till about quarter to 5, 4.45, and, and he And he couldn't see me, see my house. So we didn't leave, say, till 4.50. Uh, mind you, my flight's at uh, 6.25. I should have uh, said that earlier. My flight's at 6.25. Yo, I got the oldest and slowest cab driver ever. This dude was, was ridiculously... Remember remember the... Uh, remember Bugs Bunny? Remember the little turtle? I know who did it. He did it. And Bugs Bunny was always racing him. It was like the tortoise and the hare. And, and and Bugs Bunny was always racing him. And the dude was mad slow, but somehow he won anyway. Well, this dude was slow, but he didn't win. 
this dude. I, I was doing my best to keep my composure. But when you start letting people cut in front of you, it's like, dude, what are you doing? Right now, because I have my T-shirts, my merch, uh, I don't get out of there. I, I'm supposed to, you're supposed to check in an hour before because as I, normally I don't check luggage, but since I've been selling my, my merch, I, I, I bring a large bag and I check my luggage, you know. I'm, I'm Delta Platinum, son, it's, it's a freebie. I don't have to pay for luggage, so why wouldn't I? Why would I lug that around the airport, feel me? However, the flight did not leave until, uh, well, the flight was due to leave 625. We didn't get to the airport till about 550? 548, 550. And uh, so the check, I was already checked in. I always check in on, on the uh, on the Delta app on my phone. Um, but I was like, well, you know what? I ain't going to try and check this luggage because I, I can see them saying it's too late. So I just went straight to the uh, TSA pre-check. So I, I she showed her my ticket. She, she's like, fine. As I'm walking through, uh <laughs> She's like, oh, sir, no, you you gotta, you can't go through with that bag. I was like, huh, what? You always, here's what's funny. When you know you were trying to be slick and somebody catches you, you still got to play it off to the fullest. You still got to act like you don't know what they're talking about. So I was like, huh, I I always travel with this bag. Oh, no, that that, that bag is too big. <sighs> what you talking about? So what, what am I saying? You're going to have to go and you'll have to go and check it. Uh, so I go back to the Delta counter. Um. I'm, I'm I'm sky priority. I'm flying first class, so I'm feeling kind of privileged, you know what I mean? And, uh, and, and so I, I cut the line. I just I said, excuse me, yeah, they're telling me I can't check my bag. I'm I'm looking with this incredulous. Can you believe this? This she's not even TSA. She just she just merely reads to see what lane you go into. Uh, regular uh, general pop sky priority or TSA a three check. So Delta lady, she's like, oh, yeah, that bag's too big. Oh, mm, um, okay. <laughs> but I travel with this bag all the time. Oh, well, they shouldn't have let you through previously. Mm. Yeah, well, uh, well, so now what am I supposed to do? Um, yeah, you're going to have to catch another flight. You'll have to go to the rebook counter. So now I'm running through the doggone airport back towards the entrance to uh, Terminal 4. Go to the wrong counter. Send me to the right counter. I'd say to the dude, yeah, man. I can't get through with my bag. What's the problem? He's like, oh, no, nah, that's too big. I don't need to hear too big anymore, man. That's what she said. hey -o! See, I just, I just squeezed one. Anyway, so I'm like, all right, well, what are my options? He said, well, you can, you, um, you probably, you, you'll have to catch another flight. So I said, what time's the next flight? And then he checks. And he's like, oh, this is the last flight to Dallas tonight. I was like, oh, no. Oh, no, we're. We're, we're not going. After I done spent money with that horrendous cab driver, paid him money to let him have people cut in front of me. Because we could have been there 10 minutes sooner if this dude wasn't, the, wasn't letting. We were going so slow, people were passing us and honking us because we were in the way. So I said, what are my other options? He said, or you can... Uh, you can downsize and, and uh, put your things in a smaller bag. So when he sat down, I'm like, well... What am I supposed to do with this luggage? And then I realized, oh, he's saying, boing, uh, that you get two smaller pieces of luggage and you toss this luggage. Now, I should all let you all know that the 
piece of bad piece of luggage I had. It it's had seen better days and I'd been planning on buying some new luggage anyway. Um so that was probably my only option to toss out that luggage and put my luggage in smaller bags. So how convenient how how I find it rather convenient that right near that rebook table there's a there's a guy selling luggage. So I'm thinking, okay, he has some decent smaller luggage. This dude, yo man, what I tell you, this dude had the cheapest napkin thin uh, duffel bags for twenty five dollars each. So I had to buy. I spent fifty dollars for two bags, which I probably will rarely, if ever, use again. I was pissed. But I'm like, whatever. I had just bought my, uh, I, I had my lotions, my vino, my vino, uh, you know, uh, body wash, soap. I had to, the, the, I was like $20, $25 worth of, uh, of toiletries. I just had to, I said to dude too, I said, hey man, there's some lotion and, uh, lotion and, 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 and body wash in there. If you want to smell and look good, you go ahead and use that or bring that home. Your girl will think you you have good taste. So now I run through. I, I squeeze everything into two bags. One of the bags I can't get to close. I don't care. I'm like, here, let me just roll. Um, I run to TSA. Even though I'm pre-checked, I look at the, the lady that told me it was too big in the first place and kind of roll my eyes, get to the front of the TSA, and I said to them, I said, yeah, my flight leaves. At this point, it's 6.20. It's 6.05. I said, man, my flight leaves in uh, in 20 minutes. So he's like, um, okay. And you say this to say what? So uh, um, I uh, tell him, I said, can I go to the front of the line? He's like, you'll have to ask people. I just kind of give people like, excuse me, do you mind? Hey, thanks. And then my flight leaves. And they're like, fine. New York rallied for me. I appreciate that. So they let me cut. Of course, then someone, whoever's stuff was in the bag, in the conveyor belt before or after me stops so I can see my st You ever do that? You ever see your things in the tunnel of the uh, of the TSA scanner, but you can't reach down there? You just want to, like, dive in, grab your things, and roll? That's what happened to me. So my things finally came. So now I probably think it's like 6, 6, 16, 6, 17 like leaves i'm like here <laughs> running i'm running i'm like all right maybe i'll see one of those trolleys because my my gate is b55 if you've ever been in the uh terminal four you know the new terminal four at uh jfk is renovated but for some odd reason i'm always in the furthest gate possible right and literally b55 is like the last gate uh I don't see any of those those people driving those buggies through the airport because I was already like, all right, I'm gonna have to pay somebody fifty dollars or twenty five dollars maybe to to or twenty. That's what I planned on. I was like, here, I had my twenty ready. Yo, can you give me the fifty five? I got you, sir. That ain't happened. So instead, there's also a a bus. That's how far B fifty five is from the rest of the terminal. That there's a there's a, a a shuttle bus that you can take to go over there. So I go. That's close by. I go to that. Um, now they're dragging their feet. I'm like, you uh, can you? I gotta go. They're waiting for more people to fill up the bus. 
Or they're like, well, uh, what time's your flight? Six six twenty five. Oh, we'll get you uh, B fifty five. They call ahead. Luckily, they called ahead. I got there. Um, eventually, a bus in front of us moved, so I could hop off the bus. This dude moved. He parks as far away from the door as possible, but the woman inside at the uh, gate could see that I was uh, on the bus. We were like making eye contact. I run in. She says, "Mr. Edwards." I say, "Yeah." Uh, I'm the last person aboard the flight. There's no room on the plane for my bag. So because I was sitting and yeah, I thought I was just, just, uh, being cocky, right. And arrogant saying I was in first class. No, there was a reason, reason I was in first class or why I mentioned it is because since I was in first class, I was able to have them put one of my bags, the bag that wouldn't close. They were able to put that in the closet. I was sweating. Damn. I was sweating. But I made my flight, huh? I did make my flight. Uh, so that's the protocol, man. All that to say, if you have a flight, give yourself more than enough time. Leave, leave and give yourself. Like, I always feel like if I leave two hours before the flight, even if it takes me, like the JFK on a congested day will take 45 minutes to an hour. I still have an hour. Really, you should give yourself more time. But realistically, I know I'm not I'm not leaving uh, three hours in advance if I'm coming from New York. Because I know the most it's going to take me an hour. Now, hopefully that doesn't bite me in the booty. And then I'm sitting here on here with y'all next year. Like, yeah, y'all leave, leave three hours in advance. <laughs> anyway. So I uh I get I get to uh Dallas Wednesday night, I go on, I did you know, I didn't want to bump any of the uh newer comics because I know they probably they don't have a lot of places to work out in, in Dallas. And so I uh I go on, do my thing, bunch of comics come, they sort of uh, you know, give me dap. Uh some of the guys I actually uh knew from previous uh visits to Dallas. Um, and, uh, and then, uh, so then the following night, Thursday night, I'm showering and your boy Vessi calls me. Well, he called me before I go in the shower. I was like, nah, I said, you, you, I'm not answering them. I'm not talking to Vessi while dangling. All right. That's just as a serious, uh, no go. So I'm like, I'll hit him after I come out of the shower. I came out of the shower and this dude's hitting my phone up again. I was like, oh, damn. So I'm like, so I wasn't dangling, but I hadn't lotioned yet, you know. So I'm like, yo, what's up? He's like, hey, yo, Dean, uh, yeah, I wanted to know, uh, see if you could do me a favor. And he had actually texted me as well. Um, he was like, yeah, man, um, so Sandler's nephew um, is in Dallas, and he was looking for somewhere to get on. So I told him, oh, you know, my boy Dean is out there, and maybe he'll put you on. You know what's funny? I told Bessie, I said, yo, Sandler's, that's, that's, that's frat right there. He's SNL, I'm SNL, so, you know, so your, your nephew is, is family, so I'm gonna put him on, but I did say to Bessie, I was like, yo, is, is, is he funny? Have, have you seen him be funny? Not even, I didn't even say, is he funny? I said, have you seen him be funny? Those were our words, because, um, anybody can be funny, and I, I expect that if, if you are, part of the Sandler gene pool, then you do have funny in you, but has, have, has Vessie seen him actually do, do funny work on stage, so Vessie co-signs him, um, and I said, yeah, all right, put son on, son did his thing, he was real funny, he was real, real funny, dude, 
Uh, I enjoyed him. Uh, had some funny stuff. Looks just like it. Uh, like he he looks like if if Sandler was doing a movie where he played a bunch of different characters and one of them was like the the stoner dude, it looked like that's that, that's what his nephew Jared looked like, man. So we broke bread and then I had uh we we were gonna go grab some pizza from this pizza spot. It had really good old Chicago pizza. Had really good two dollar slices, man. Um, it's it's right near in this little plaza that hyenas is in. It's uh maybe a five minute walk if that three minutes so go there with uh one of one of the uh uh local new jacks he's from uh i think he's from louisiana i think his name was ken and we and i just kept telling dude because he kept talking about what he was going to try to do try to do you know how i am i was like stop trying just do it son you know just do it uh <laughs> but his was funny so <laughs> so uh so son, um, what did he say? He was like, he was like, man, if you need anything, oh, I saw my boy Tim. I was in the army. My man Tim Fields, uh, he's a sergeant in the army. Tim's been in thirty years. I was like, damn, that was a long time. You were in way before we started. I didn't realize that before we met. So he's been in the army thirty years. Getting a nice check. About to get married. Good for you, uh, Timmy Tim. Uh, so Tim brought me to Marshalls. We got a piece of luggage. I got a new, new luggage, which is sitting right behind me right now. Uh, probably won't uh, empty it until Wednesday before I fly to uh, to do Rochester. So, um, long story short, I ain't good. So this is the protocol, and, I, and I've spoken to y'all about this before, man. <laughs> like I break bread with everybody, man, but then there's a point where you don't go into, <laughs> and Dude overstepped a little bit, you know, um, but I, I, I let it happen. I encouraged it, I guess, because he was like, he, he kept saying, Hey man, if you need anything, then, um, just, just, uh, let me know. I was like, nah, I'm, I'm good. Cause in my mind, I was like, I've been to, I've been here before. I have, I have people out here I can contact if I, if I need anything, but I, I appreciate it. Um, He's like, nah, man, I'm serious. Man, give me, give me, a, I'm going to put my number in your phone. So I was like, all right, man, put your number in my phone. But then I realized that's the dummy move, right? Here, let me get you, get your phone, put you, put my my number in your phone, and then I'm going to call you so now I have your number. So I was like, uh, okay. And so this is going to happen. This is going to transpire. And once again, I'm not saying it like I'm clouded, dude, but it's just, I was, and I even said, I said, I'm probably not going to call I'm probably not gonna call you. Just I, for what? I don't. I don't need to contact you. You know. Um, but but I. You want want me to have the, have your number? Fine. I get it. So then we we finish grabbing food, walking. Uh, the condo is right across the street from the uh, from the club, pretty much like walking distance. So then, dude says. Uh, Hey man, uh, where'd you park? I said, Nah, I ain't parking. I just, uh, I'm, I'm walking up to the condo. He was like, They got you a condo, man? So yeah, he's like, Oh man, I got a seat. I said, Wait, what? Hmm? No, no, uh, no. <laughs> I said, I'm not. I'm not. Is 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 one thirty in the morning? I'm not bringing you to <laughs> inspect the condo minium. Oh, that was funny. Um, 
And then dude hit me a couple of times on, on the uh, weekend. Kenneth, I appreciate uh, the offer and to, to, if I needed anything because he texted me the next day, you need anything? And just checking in. And I said, no. And, and I, I should have left it at that, but I was like, no, I'm good. Thanks, man. And then it turned into a conversation. And I was, I just, I want to lay down and get my head ready for the show. So I know, so what do y'all think? Y'all think I should have uh, kept talking? Because I, I, didn't, I didn't really have anything else to say. I didn't respond too, too much off and after that, except with thanks and no doubt. Uh, just because, you ever do that? You ever, you ever uh, have someone like, have a combo with you and you're like, I, I really didn't plan on this being a long combo. I just, but I didn't want to be rude. So I responded. Um, I, I didn't want to be rude because I responded because he was nice. He's a nice kid, you know. Um, but I didn't want a long convo, you know. That that probably sounds rude as hell. But it's true. I just, I, I was laying low, man. I'm in the cut. I mean, I'm, I'm on the road. I want to get my head right. I want to, uh, you know, get some writing done. Go with some new bits. And, and uh, watch some smut, you know, <laughs> internet porn. <laughs> and, and that's pretty much it. Is, is that so wrong? Can, can a brother live? All right, well, anyway, man, we appreciate y'all rocking out with your boy. Oh, that new J. Cole. Well, I haven't heard the whole album, but uh, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll peep it this week, and I'll let y'all know what I, what I think about it. But I heard that uh, I know that False Prophets. That False Prophets is is uh, is is is, is kind of dope. He's some people speculate he's talking about uh, Kanye or Lil Wayne. I'm gonna go with Kanye. Um, and, and dude, dude is not saying anything that we all haven't, haven't, uh, felt with regards to Kanye. I, you know, I actually appreciate, appreciate what he's saying. Cause he's saying it from a fan's position, you know, he's saying it not from some here. I'm trying to call you out on some battle type thing. He's just calling him out on some, yo man, what, what happened to those bars, you know? Like we appreciate the eclectic, uh, the eclectic angle uh, that that you uh, have. Yet and still, you know, with your music, yet and still, come on, man, just just give us some bars, give give us some beats, beats and bars. That's that's what we want. I want beats and bars. Um, here, I actually pulled up some of the lyrics to the uh, to to the song. He was like. Uh, when he uh, justifying that half-ass shit he dropped, we always buy it. When he tell us he a genius, but it's clearly clearer lately. It's been hard for him to look into the mirror lately. There was a time when this was my hero, maybe. That's the reason why his fall from grace is hard to take. Like, that's some old, that's fan. That's like you somebody I aspire to be. Yet you've been uh, coming kind of short of that, man. Um, I, I pre definitely worth y'all checking out if you haven't checked out J. Cole's new album go cop that and listen because um, as evidence from New Tribes album hip hop is not dead um, you just gotta you gotta search a little harder to find it you know um, that's how I feel about the situation man it's your man Dean Edwards make sure you follow me on all things social network uh, at I am Dean Edwards because that sir is who a man that's who I am. Ooh. And I am Dean Edwards. 
is your man. Thanks for checking out the Photo Monkey Protocol. We will catch you all next week. Seven. Seven whole days. Not a word from you. Make sure you comment. Uh, uh, comment, subscribe, like, tell a friend about the Father Monkey Protocol. All right. It's your boy, Young H.O. in the building. Dave Edwards. All love. Two fingers. <laughs>